So there were a bunch of Gemores that we spoke out already. I want to go back to a couple of points that we discussed. The Iker about the contrast, the comparison of Moshe Rabbeinu and Bilam. What exactly was the deal over here? So we spoke from the Me'amloyes, we saw brought and uh, brought elsewhere that the recipe of how Bilam was able to be massing such great levels of Tumah. So he went to the Hari HaChoshech and he had to go talk to certain Malachim. In the Hari HaChoshech, these Malachim were all evil. And the main point was that when you go do this, when you go do these things to be massing this Tumah and Kishuf, you have to revoke your belief in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And you have to say that you believe, and you can't just say it, but you actually have to believe it, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not run the world and these Malachim are in charge. And a person could look at it subjectively and really think like that. And that's where a lot of mistakes came from, as we spoke when we discussed the Rambam in Hilch Zavadizara. And once a person is makabal, these people, these creatures, these Malachim, as being the ones that are in charge, so then they give you the license to do the Kishof and to get involved in all the Tumas that you need. I'm going to quote from the Yalkut Ruveni, brings from the Sefer Emma Kamelech, which is a very big, it's a major, major big Sefer. It's a very deep Sefer, very, very Choshva Sefer. It's very interesting, because the Me'amloy is after, you know, just as he's finishing up the recipe of what to cook or which carbonus to be makrav to these malochim, as we spoke, that's a lav, it's issue in the Torah, it's in the right to do this. And the, 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 after he finishes saying the recipe, he says, um, for 50 days, Bilam worked with these Malachi Hatoma to be able to put B'nai Yisrael back into Mitzrayim. So there's two points here. Number one, he has to work 50 days, Kalal Yisrael has to work 49 days, and on the 50th day we got the Torah. Number two, he wants to put Kalal Yisrael back in Mitzrayim. Let's just think a little bit about who we're talking about over here. Bilam, the Gemara says, was Lavan. B'kesh Lavan Lakar as Hakoel. Lavan very much did not want that Klal Yisrael should be born, because that would mean the end of his thing. And it's interesting, because the Nitzvah Nehmechdavar speaks out that, you know, it's a very interesting thing. Everybody talks about anti-Semitism, or Angolus, anti-Semitism. What is it exactly? If there's a, a neighborhood that's full of Goyim, Right, and all of a sudden, we you know the Jews move in and they all you know move in there in droves. And there's a certain mentality, a certain culture, so to speak, that this town always had. The Jews are ruining it, right? The same way, we wouldn't appreciate it if we're a shtut full of from a yidden, and then we have some people that aren't tremor tarmitzes. So all of a sudden, you have people that aren't tremor shabbos. We're not talking about the being mechal shabbos, but it, it disturbs. It disturbs a certain level of the community, it disturbs a certain level of the culture that they have. So if a guy gets upset at you because he doesn't like the way that you're doing certain things because it's bothering him, it's a normal thing that you get upset when somebody bothers you. But the Nakuda of Sinas Yisrael, the Nitzib speaks out over here, is that Lavan just wanted to destroy the Yid, point blank. Not for any excuse, not for any ulterior motives, not for anything else other than the fact 
to destroy the Eden. And we saw that time and time again throughout the history of Kalei's show, that, that that's what the guy wanted. You know, a guy's in a bad mood. So he goes into the store and blows up the store. He, he shoots a major shoot in the store. He did it because he was mad. He did it because he lost his mind. We're going to start blaming it on this, start blaming it on that. I have to the terrorists, but it's not necessarily anti-Semitism. We're very used to it. We throw it around a lot. Is it really anti-Semitism? I'm not saying that, that these people are, are tzaddikim, these people are doing good things. I think every time anybody dies, it's a tragedy, you know, whatever it is. But the point is that, it, it, is it because of Sinas Yisrael? Is it because they hate the Jews? Or this guy just woke up on the wrong side of the bed, so he decided to... It's not an ideological thing, Bichla. Fine. And number two, he wanted to put Kalal Yisrael back in Mitzrayim. Now remember for a second, the Gemara Saita teaches us that there were three people at that at that meeting with Pare, what they should do to the Jews. Yisrael, he ran away. Yisrael Borach. Um, Iyoiv was quiet. He was needing to be a surim. He got punished. And Bulam, he says, kill the Jews. So he was needing right away. You know, he was needing and he got killed by Pinchas later on, like the Gemara says. He brings that power. had these three Yoyatim. And he says something very interesting. All these three people, Yisrael, Iyoiv, and Bilam, were all great Mechashvim. And it's very interesting, because think about it. Yisrael, we know. What do we know about Yisrael? We know that he did every Avodah in the world. And then he came to recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So it's only after he finished doing all the Avodah and he disproved every single one, then he believed in that. Then he came to, rec- to realization and, rec- and recognition of HaKadosh Baruch Hu so it's very interesting. I, I, didn't, I didn't notice, before I saw this, I did not notice that they were all great mechashim. And Eoiv was also. Eoiv was also a big kishuf machem. And he brings here, I'm just going to read what he says, Eoiv had a gilgul terach. That Eoiv was a gilgul of terach. The rosach la'kadosh baruch hu He got a kadosh baruch hu very angry because he did a vayizara and he did all kinds of kishuf. And because of that, terach is the same oisya as rosach. And then he ultimately did tshuva. And it's interesting because we know that Terach also, Mishtayin Chazal, Terach also, Saif Yom of the tshuva, I guess, Yehav had to be Mzakim, whatever it was, that Terach didn't do in his time. Yisroi, Hoi Boish, Yisroi was murdered right away, and he wasn't embarrassed to speak it out. He says, Ata Yodati, now I know, Kikod Lashem, Elohim. Who's the person that could say that? You tried every other desire in the world to know that now you know that this is the right one. And you grew up, you went to yeshiva, you were taught Aleph based on the time, you were three, and you were taught Seymour Dani, and you, you watched Nagalvas every morning. So if I start telling you that there's all kinds of other religions, you're like, hey, don't bother me, you know, I'm used to this already. You know, you're not interested in changing your... It's very difficult for a person to go and change his ways. If a person doesn't, didn't grow up from, and he doesn't have any, doesn't have a stable background, so then he's going he's gonna to be looking. People search, even when they do have stable backgrounds, and he was searching doing some soul-searching until he came to recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kshirog Dulas Ava Bilam Omad Virushasai Bilam stood with his Rishos. Kshirog Dulas Yisrael Bamidbar when he saw the greatness and the Nisim that HaKadosh Baruch was doing to them in the Midbar Achar Tseisomi Mitzrayim Neskayna Behem he was got very, very nervous and got very angry. His Chilim Rai Saras Rai Shailasas Karcha Baraisha he pulled out all his hair until he was bald Viziknoi and he pulled out his beard because his plan to destroy the Jews didn't work out. He's got, this guy has been planning to destroy the Jews from time immemorial. 
from the time of his own children. He wants to, to get rid of his own grandchildren. And time and time again, he tries every time, does it, it flops. So then he went to these malachim to, to make all kinds of problems. So let's think about what's going on when, do we have a Gemara Zvachim here? Let's see if we could get a Gemara Zvachim. So, oh, perfect. So you could imagine that the worst time for Bilam would be by Mountain Torah. Why? Because his whole thing was that he wants to get rid of the Jews, get rid of the Jews, get rid of the Jews. Yeah? And every time he tries, it doesn't work. So it's not like it was so pleasant to Mitzrayim, but HaKadosh Baruch was still watching us in Mitzrayim, right? Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. The fact that HaKadosh Baruch took us out of Mitzrayim, that shows that that was everything, right? So let's see what the Gemara says in Svachim. The Gemara says an interesting story. The Gemara says like this. This we know, right? We're very used to hearing that he heard about Yitzhak Mitzrayim, that's the Machlekes in the Gemara, when Yisrael came. Yeah, without getting involved in the technicalities of when he came and but the re- th- this is what the Gemara says. He heard about Matan Torah and he came to join Klal Yisrael. When Akash gave the Torah to Klal Yisrael, Akash voice was heard throughout the entire world. All the kings of the world started trembling and got very, very afraid, and they were very nervous in their palaces. In their palaces means that they were afraid that they would not be able to hold on to their malchus. Shira, and they said Shira In their heichal, in their palaces, they all gave cover to Hashem, they gave the Torah. the crowd, the beginning of the Pasuk is, the voice of Hashem will be and we're talking about all the kings of the world gave tremendous respect to HaKadosh Baruch in their Hechel, to each one in their own Hechel wherever they were huh? the king of uh, China the king of Japan, you know, whatever it was in those days then they all got together by Bilam. They were Shail Eitz by Bilam. They said to him, What's all this noise that we're hearing? Maybe Hashem is bringing a marble to the world. Hashem will not bring a marble. What does that mean? HaKadosh Baruch is not going to destroy the world. HaKadosh Baruch is giving the Torah to the world. It happens to be that that time of Matan Torah, HaKadosh Baruch created a new world order that until that point, the world was noig b'chesed of HaKadosh Baruch as we spoke in the Gemara Psachim, that there were 26 generations until Matan Torah. From that point on, the world is ran according to the Torah 100%. 
And now it's not Chesed Chinam anymore because now we have the Torah. This is the reason why Akash created this whole business. This whole business existed only today that 26 generations later Akash could give the Torah to Klai Yisrael on Arsina. So Hashem is not going to destroy the world anymore. Akash Baruch already made a Shvua that he's no longer going to destroy the world with a Mabal. Maybe he means that Akash Baruch is only going to bring a marvel of is not going to bring a marvel of water to the world anymore. Maybe maybe Hashem is going to bring a marvel of ash or bring some wildfires like from Canada to destroy the world. Baruch is going to bring judgment with a lot of fire. Hashem already made a shvua that he's no longer going to destroy the entire humanity. So what is this great sound and this great tumult that we're hearing? Says you're hearing a great tumult over here because Akash Baruch who had a great treasure that he was keeping in his storage houses, in his treasure houses, that was by him. Tov tov kuf ayin daladiris. How much is that? Tov tov kuf ayin daladiris. Tov tov kuf is no. Tov tov is eight hundred. Kuf is nine hundred seventy four. That's how many away from a thousand? Twenty six. Because the two thousand daladiris that I could baruch Akash Baruch gave the world. When did Akash Baruch create the Torah? Two thousand generations before Bria I don't know what that means because we can't calculate. If we understand that Bereshis means the beginning of time, the creation of time. So whatever it means that Akash Baruch created the Torah, Tav Tav Kufayin Dal Daris before this, we're not going to understand that. But it just means we'll understand it was Kadmol Leolam. Ubikesh litnu lebanov, and now Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants to give it to his children. Shenemar Hashem oiz la'amayitein. Hashem gave strength to this nation. That oiz is hatera. She mo'uzan shal Yisrael. That is the power of Klal Yisrael. Miyad paschu kulam ve'omru Hashem yevarech esamay b'shalom. Hashem will bless his nation with shalom. Think about it. What's happening here? Bilam is the guy that wants to destroy Klaistra. He comes to them. They come to him and they say, What's this? What's going on? Remember, there was not a sound in the world. There was no cause. You didn't hear the air conditioner. The guns developed is given still. And then Hashem spoke. So the entire world knew that something was going on. They may not have chopped what it was, but they knew what was going on. And then Bilam the Grace of Russia, he's the one that's made and says that Hashem is not going to destroy the world. Not only is Hashem not going to destroy the world, but Mayim HaKadosh Baruch is not going to even destroy the world with Eish. Remember, Matan Torah was Be'esh, right? Kofalem HaKegigis, Teresus asks, but they already said Nasev and Ishma. So why did Hashem have to force them to make the Torah and for Teresus? Maybe HaKadosh Baruch Hu Maybe Claudius will back out when they see the big fire. Yeah? We're going to get back to this business of the big fire in one minute. 
So, what's the pshat? So, give the Torah without fire. That Torah can flam from Torah and can turn in it. A person learns Torah, he has to get excited. It has to be with a Slava, it has to be with a Gishmak. Otherwise, it's a Gainish. The Gemara Tainan says on the Dalit, if you see a Tamil Chokham that gets angry, don't take it personally. I'm Risa Tamil Chokham. Yeah, the Torah is making him angry. What does it say? If you see a Tamil Chokham that gets angry, it's the Torah inside him that's boiling him up. The words are like fire. And he's more sensitive to other things, Rashi says. that you have to be So, that gets them all worked up. And the morale explains on this Gemara that the Pshad is because the Tamil Chachim is the highest level of Kedusha possible. So, when a Tamil Chachim is on such a level of Kedusha, so then the, the, the Kedusha doesn't really fit in this world, in this Eil Magashmi. So he gets very, you know, he tries to find himself, and it's, it's, he, he has our time. So he gets a little excited, he gets all worked up. As I state, does state in Gemara. Fine, I want to get back to this in a little bit, but let's, in the meantime, talk a little bit more about what's going on with Bilam. So let's see. We're going to talk about the Pasuk of Atar Reis which we learned this past Shabbos. Here. Okay. So, and then the Gemara goes weiter that says, the Gemara goes weiter that he heard about Kriyas Yamsuf. Fine. But what's this business that all the Umas are coming to Bilam? Lacharab Bilam's trying to do whatever he can to stop. But Bilam, we know, was Yedea Das Elyon. He knew what Akash Baruch wanted. Now, his way of knowing the Madragas and his Ruach HaKodesh and his Hashras Hashchina, quote unquote, was not for the Bat Mikayach Akdusha of Atara, was for the Bat Mikayach as we spent quite a while talking about. So, what did the, the Kishof, you know, what did the Kishof say? What was the Kishof doing with Shasmat and Torah? So, there's a very big issue. Because the Kishof and Torah don't work together, it's a very big problem. If Kishof wants to work, then Torah can't be there. Why? Because the Gemara says in a bunch of places, what does Kishuf mean? Kishuf is like a Nutrikin, it's like a Rashatevis of Shamachishin Pamalia Shalmala. It goes against what a Baruch Hu wants. The Torah is Ratan Hashem. Kishuf is the opposite of Ratan Hashem. It's, it's, and it's a chutzpah to get involved in doing these things, which is like the way a Baruch Hu created the world. A Baruch Hu created the world with a certain teva, and a Baruch Hu wants the world to run this way. Akash Baruch doesn't want anybody to play around with it. Now, you figured out a way to outsmart the system and to play around with it and to manipulate certain zachen in the veld? It's a dangerous thing that you're playing with because you're playing with Akash Baruch Hu. And the Rishenim learn, I think we mentioned this, the Rishenim learned that what's the Pshat in the Isra of Klayim, what's the Pshat in the Isra of Basar B'chalof, a lot of these things, we can't mix different things together. Why? Because there's a Malach, let's talk about Klayim, right? To plant two different plants together. We know there's a Chazal that says that every blade of grass has a Malach that's in charge of it. Right? In other words, there's a Malach that's appointed to make sure that the grass is going to be grass and grow properly. You take that grass and you mix it with wheat. Or you take wheat and you mix it with barley. 
right? They're not supposed to be going together. Each one's supposed to have his own space, right? Each one's supposed to have his own Daladamas. You're mixing it together. The Malachim start fighting with each other. Huh? Oh, so the question is, certain things the Malachim Vaisais don't mind. Huh? As they stay in Seif HaChinuch, as they stay in other Rishenim as well. Yeah? It's an interesting thing to talk about, but, you know, that Malachim would be fighting with each other. But it just means that the Koiches, the way that HaKosh Baruch Hu made it, all of a sudden that they're going to start clashing with each other, it's not going to be good for you. So that's why we're supposed to serve in that. That's in, in very simple terms what's going on with these, with these things. All right, so that's, so that's with this. That's the story of that Gemara. Stamza interesting the Kasha. Rabbi David Salvechuk, the Kranel of Rocha, asked in this Gemara, he says, I don't understand. First, the Pasuk says that they were all Behechalayan. They were all in their palaces. And then, and they all heard the noises of Vatan Torah. And then it says that Bowen is Kapsu Kulamates of Bilam Arasha. They all had some big meeting with Bilam. So how is the Shaykh that all of a sudden they all came together? Hezashak, Little and Mesalim all came together to make this meeting. He says it was a nice. He says it wasn't it wasn't Alpiateva, it was a nice, and all of a sudden the king's man, you know, every single king heard something and they all had this idea. Okay, we gotta go ask Bilam what to do. Remember what we spoke about the seven nations that were in Eretz Yisrael, That the reason why Hakadosh Baruch Hu commanded us to get rid of them is because of the Tuma and the Kishuf and the Abedazara that they do. We have to get rid of that. So all of a sudden the Torah is coming down to the world. It brought such a level of kedusha into the world that no king was able to sit on his on his throne properly without getting upset, that without getting nervous that something's happening. Something very powerful and very strange is taking over the world right now, and we don't know what to do about it. So they all said, "We got to talk to Bilam." Everybody knew that the one that when you have an issue, you go to Bilam. He was the chief advisor of all the kings, and they all came darkness to be miyayts with Bilam. And Bilam says, "Listen, the terrorist being here, you nothing can do about it." Yeah. Let's take a look at another Gemara. The Gemara Chulin. Gemara Chulin on the Zion of base. The Gemara talks about the pasuk of Ata Reisel Adas Kesher Malakim and Edul So before we see the Gemara Chulin, let's take a look at Rashi, where Rashi says on the pasuk of Ata Reisel Adas. Fascinating. Rashi says like this: Shenosan Hakadosh Baruch Hu Es Torah. When Akash Baruch gave the Torah, what time we got to finish today? Uh, normal, normal time. Okay. So, when Akash Baruch gave the Torah to Kal Yisrael, Posach Lahem Shiva Rekim, they were able to see through all the Shiva Rekim. Ukeshem Shekora as El Yoinim, Kachkora Satachtoinim, Veroshu Yechidi, Lekach Nemar Ata Horei Saladath. The same way Akash Baruch opened up all the heavens, all the seven heavens, and they saw that there was Enoid Bilvadoi over there, HaKadosh Baruch Hu also opened up all the Tachtoinim, all the Tehoim, and they saw over there that Enoid Bilvadoi as well. Well, what's the point of this? Yeah? What's the point of this? So, Kefi HaOmer, Kefi what we just spoke about Bilam tapping into the, into the, into the reservoirs of Tumah. So, what Kalal Yisrael saw B'Shas Matan Torah was that even these Kirchas HaKishof and these Kirchas HaTumah are all ran by HaKosh Baruch Hu also. And now as much as you have to revoke your Amun and HaKosh Baruch Hu when you're going to these Malachim to be able to tap into the Kishof, but that's also from HaKosh Baruch Hu. And we have to realize that. And that's what Klal Yisrael saw when they 
when they were standing by Mount Tyra. So Bilam was forced to give in to this. Why was Bilam forced to give in to this? So we know that Akash Baruch created the world with the Torah, and that means that all the physical world was created with the Isaiah Satira, and all spiritual worlds were also created with the Isaiah Satira, and all these other kind of spiritual spiritualities were created with the Isaiah Satira as well. Right? This week's parasha says, So the Swarm will understand this to mean that Lechem Avada gives us sustenance. But who is the one that decided that the Lechem should give us sustenance? It's only because of Hashem that Hashem said that the bread should be the thing that should satisfy a, 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 a human body. But it goes deeper than that because Almighty Pi Hashem, that's all the Oisius Torah, that's the Oisius of the Olive Base. Yeah? And the Kayach through the Oisius of the Olive Base to, 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 that gives sustenance from a Lechem to a physical body. Okay. So the Gemara says in Chulin on the Zion with Beza, the Gemara is darshing the Pasuk of Ata Rezel Das. And it says like this Hahi Itza, there was a woman, the Avis Kamahadra, the Mishkal Afra, Mitusi Karita Pchanina. She was a magician. She was a mechashefa. She was a witch. And she tried bending down to pick up some dirt from underneath Reb Hanina's feet to kill him, to do some kishuf to kill him. Oh my law, he said to her, You're going to try to take the dirt? It's not going to work and nothing's going to happen. Your plans are going to flop. Because it says, See, for what? What does Enid Mulvade got to do with this that is, uh, that, that uh, that's going to make her, her not be able to kill him with the kishuf. So, so, so this is what it says in the Gemara. So let's back up because the Gemara before that says, A person, let's say a person has a neighbor that's a kishuf macher and starts making all problems. And, and you know, you, you park in the driveway and she wants to park in the driveway. She says, listen, I'm a one of these magicians, and I could do witchcraft, and I could make problems for you. And then this person all of a sudden starts seeing problems, right? So a person shouldn't say that, oh, it can't come from the Kishuf. It could very well be coming from the Kishuf. But you have to realize that it's a way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu uses to punish people is through the means of Kishuf as well, that people could get hurt through Kishuf. And it's very interesting. Teres Chaim, earlier in Sanhedrin, in the sugya of, of uh, Kishuf, on the Samach Zion, says like this, so how does the Pasuk, how is the Pasuk Miramis to Kshafim? Why does the Pasuk of Atar Reis Aldas? So we explained one way, but what does it mean? What does it mean when the Pasuk says, what does it mean when Chazal say that Atar Reis Aldas is referring to going against Kshafim? See, he says that you have to understand the context of the previous Pasukim in the Chumash before the Pasuk says Atar Reis What does it say over there? It says, Oy Hanisa Kim Lekachas Goy of Goy. Or can you put to test another God that would be able to take out one nation from within another nation? But Masois, with tests, with wonders and miracles, So we know that what was, go- what was going on in Mitzrayim till Moshe Rabbeinu came on the scene, Kalad was in terrible was in a terrible situation. Moshe Rabbeinu comes on scene, all of a sudden crazy, wacky things started happening all over the place. Moshe Rabbeinu tells Parah, you know, you got to let us out of here. He said, what are you, nuts? There was, 
Mitzrayim was a, a entire was an entire country that was ran with Kishuf. To the point that the Gemara says that they they made Kishuf to the point where an Eved was never able to run away from Mitzrayim. If an Eved would try to escape, he would get uh, electrocuted by Kishuf on his way out. It wouldn't work. He weren't able to leave. Right? So when Klal Yisrael left Mitzrayim, so not only was it like a, a, a shtach, so to speak, to the powerlessness of Mitzrayim in the face of HaKosh Baruch and Klal Yisrael, but the whole Metzius of Mitzrayim was very, very much in the, along the lines of that they created a system where it was completely impossible for anybody to leave. And now not only are the slaves rebelling against the masters and rebelling against the king, but they're actually leaving the country, which was completely unheard of. It was insanity. Yeah? Tell you an interesting thing. Pari believed he was God, right? I am, I am the God. That's what Pari said. How do you spell Mitzrayim? Mem, Tzadi, Reish, Yud, and the Mem. And the Mem is closed up on all four sides. There's no, there's no way to go in, there's no way to go out. A Mem, a Mem Psucha, a regular Mem, has a tiny little opening on the bottom. You can go in, but you can't get out. Meitzar. A Meitzar means a boundary, a border. The Mitzrayim means Meitzarim, means borders and boundaries, and you couldn't leave. Chazal say that if somebody, that HaKadosh Baruch created the world open on one side and closed up on three sides, with like the letter Bez, or Ches, if you turn it around, right? So if you show that you're a God, so close up the fourth side. Yeah? So Paroi tried to do this. Because he did not let anybody leave. Because he made it close up on all four sides. What was the Avodah that was standing by the entrance of Mitzrayim? That was the one that was controlling, so to speak, this whole system. Baal Tzifoyin. Tzifoyin is Lashor Tzifoyin. Mitzvah to Pasach all the evil comes from the north. The side that's open, when you write out the base, is the left side. That's the side of all evil. And Parai claimed that he was the one that was able to close up that side. Yeah? So I wanted to just share something interesting. By the Lela Seder, what do we do? We pour Kashul Elio, and we open the door. Because Elio Anobi is going to come in through that door, and only afterwards... After Aliyah Nabi comes, and after Mashiach comes, that's when the fourth side is going to be closed up. That's the... If you take a look in the Siddur, in the Zmiris, that we say Matzah Shabbos, about Aliyah Nabi, so we say something really interesting, that Al-Pip Shad may be hard, a little difficult to understand, but if you were saying, it's going to make a lot of sense. I hope it makes sense. What do we say? We say it like this. What's a tzir? What's a tzir nemon? No, not tzir like the Gemara Yuma talks about, like fish juice. But tzir, a tzir are hinges of a door. So, he's the tzir nemon. He's going to be the one that's nemon to open the door, that we open the door for. And the Lord say there, he's going to be the one that we're, that's nemon to be able to show that HaKadosh Baruch who's in full control to be able to close up that other side. Okay, enough of the darshaning, but I'll go upon him that that's the, that that's the Nikud over here. Alright, so let's let's talk a little bit about more, a little more about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And, you know, let's, we'll, we'll, it'll get us thinking about what Bilam was thinking about this whole time. 
you know, Moshe Rabbeinu is making all these oysas and all these mafsim and all the makis and Chris Yamsuf and all these things. What does the Pasuk say? Vayaminu b'ashem of Moshe Abdai. Now the Jews believed in Moshe and Akash, and by default, Akash Baruch Right? If you believe in Moshe Rabbeinu, that he's doing these oysas and mafsim. Up the Hashem. So then you're able to believe in Hashem. So there's a big, this big raid in this forum that talk about this, that a person watching the Maifsim that Maish Rabbeinu was doing, he could have said, you know, it's Kishif. Eh? We know that the first few Makis, Pari said, you know, you're bringing Tevan to a Tevan storage house. You know, the one-year-old, the kids in the diapers could do Kishif just as good as you. You know, you're nothing amazing, you know. You know, imagine a guy meets some big hush for baseball player, you know, and his four-year-old son just learned how to hit a base, baseball bat, you know. I mean, say maybe he'll think it's cute, but, you know, not more than that, you know. Mitzrayim was coming to Mitzrayim to do Kishuf. Mitzrayim was the entire Mitzrayim worked Alpi Kishuf, yeah. There's nothing in Mitzrayim that wasn't Alpi Kishuf. Everything was Kishuf. So, like, what, what, what you, he's like, Mitzrayim, what are you doing? You know, who are you trying to fool? Yeah. So, Dom, you know, Nunu... Slowly, 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 they started recognizing, you know, it's the Yad Hashem, and Etz Melikimi, and Hashem Batzadik, and Eichem Ami Rishoyim. Slowly, slowly, Paris started getting the hint, and ultimately, he didn't let them go, and then we went out anyways. So, number one, we have that the entire Mitzrayim is working with Kishuf. Oy, Hanisa, Elikim, Lekachas, Legoyim, Yikarev, Goy. The mere fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu extricated us from that land means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is working entirely against Kishuf. And that, that Kishif is powerless in the face of Klal Israel. And now, just pay attention that that's even before Mount Torah. So, Shalzach 4, what Koyach Torah, what the Koyach Torah has, Klal bit Kishif of after Mount Torah. This is before Mount Torah, they're Memtesh Sharei They're very, very not uh, on a high spiritual level. They're on a very low level spiritually. Or if I cared, they were steeped in the Tumah and the Avodah of Mitzrayim. And now, it's time to take them out. So again, if somebody sees the Maifsim that Maish Rabbeinu was doing, he'll say, you know, maybe it's uh, Maifis. You know, maybe the Maifis is only from Kishu. How do we know that it's anything real? But when they came to Matan Torah, uh, when, I'm sorry, when they came to the Yamsuf, and they all, Klali all as one, Vayaminu Ba'ashem of Maisha Avdoi, through all the Oisis and through all the Maifsim, then that's when they were able to believe in Hashem. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, throughout the Makis, throughout the Makis, there were things that they were not able to duplicate and they were not able to replicate. So, Pari, you know, one can look at it that, you know, he, you know, he has a better version of the magic book than I have. You know, it's Viter not, you know, again, Pari was Moida that it was that spell like him. He, you know, he was Moida that he did believe, he did say that, you know, this is coming from a higher source and, and I can't, you know, it's not coming from my regular Kishuf stuff, but it says, Vayoymer Moshe mi'anoichi ki'elech al-pare v'chiyoyz es'b'nei Yisrael mi'mitzrayim. Vayoymer ki'eye imach v'zelecha o'ez k'anoichi sh'lachticha b'tiyachas ha'om mi'mitzrayim tavdan salikim al-ahor hazeh. So the Shlach explains that, the Shlach explains that really from the Oyez Es'b'nei it's not a riot. That we should believe in Moshe Rabbeinu. And this is a Rambam, but I don't want to get into it. There's Rambam Parakas, because he said, Yatayra, that how do we know that a Navi is real? 
But the point is that anything that's going to bring us closer to Tavdan Eselikim anything that's going to bring us closer to not just Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, but to the Yamun and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and to be Oivet HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as opposed to be, uh, being Oivet, the Vedizara of Mitzrayim, for example, Mishchu Chulachem Tzoyin, Mishchu Yudeichem and Avedizara Chulachem Tzoyin for the Korban Pesach. What's the Pshat in that? Right? So Machlech is Rambam and Ramban, why we bring Karbonus. The Rambam says the reason why we bring Karbonus is because Ali Yudeichem Karbonus were being Mevatali Avedizara. And the Ramban says, no, the reason why we bring Karbonus is that we should be, we could be Makar, we could be Makar of ourselves. By being makar of ourselves to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and it's not that the it's really that my dam should go in the mizbeach. Really, that should be my ashes. Really, I should be the one that's burnt in the fire. But Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Reb Chasdov, Reb Rachamov, he allows us to put an animal instead. Ober Rav Hutner explains that when it came to the korban Pesach, the original korban Pesach, that's called Avoida. Mo Avoida why is that carbon specifically carbon Pesach called Avoida? Because that's when Klal showed that they're Avde Amokem and not Avde Paroi. In what sense? The halacha is that when, a, when a, somebody wants to be kind of Evet, how is he kind of Evet? So if the Evet does Amaisa Avdus for him, he carries his clothing to the Mesa Amerikas, right? So when Klal Yisrael shows that they're Avde to HaKadosh Baruch and they're no longer Avid. That shows that Cloud Israel now belongs to Akash Baruch no longer belongs to the Mitzrayim. So it's very possible that throughout, Cloud Israel was not necessarily convinced fully that it's coming from Aish Rabbeinu. But then when it says, That was the vice, that was the raya, that it was all from Akash Baruch. And the Shlosh says, by Parshas Kairach, it says, in his great humility was Masupik. If this is all coming from Akash Baruch, maybe he got some foreign ideas from some kind of Ruach Sheker, Nevi'e Sheker. And he says, Who am I to go? So Hashem told him, Don't be worried about it. And afterwards, you'll be masked by Matan Torah. By Matan Torah, after Matan Torah, there's no more questions asked. Aramuna goes straight back to Matan Torah. Because by Matan Torah, the fact that Akash Baruch Hu opened up the Elyonim and opened up the Tachtonim, and we saw, every every single one of us saw that there was Enoch Mulvada, Sayyid the Elyonim, Sayyid the Tzadaknusha, Sayyid the Tachtonim, Sayyid the Tzadatoma, that that's all coming from Akash Baruch Hu, both of them. So then there's no more questions asked. So that's why Rabbi Hanina says that you want to know, you want to know how to uproot Kishuf. By saying and that's the that's the pshat over here. And and really, that's again that's what that, that's what it boils down to. We all know famous famous story from the Rishkarov when he was running away during the war. He was in Warsaw, and the buildings were getting bombed everywhere. And he, he, he had to travel, he had to go here, he had to go there, he had to run away, he had to hide, he had to this, he had to that. And he was with his children, unfortunately many of his, at least two of his children, his wife and two of his children were killed during the war. And the one thing that he was telling people that they should have in mind, that they should be thinking and concentrating, 
is to think this pasuk of Atar Reis Haldas and Einoid Mulvadai, and he says it's a school that we have from Rabchaim Velozhner. It goes back to Rabchaim Velozhner that if a person thinks Einoid Mulvadai, that means that he's attaching himself and connecting himself to the Rebbeinu Shalelam in such a way that no harm could happen to him whatsoever. And that's proven, and there are many stories about this. And Rabchaim Velozhner says it's a school that's it's it's a proven school, and we know the story to Briskarov about it. Okay. I want to go back to one line, one more line of the Gemara, just to say a quick vart, and then I think we'll stop. Bilam says, they said to Bilam, what's going on over here, right? They said, maybe Akash Baruch was bringing a mabble to Olam. See, he says, no, Hashem doesn't bring a mabble to the world. He says, maybe Akash Baruch was going to bring a mabble to Shal Eish. Akash Baruch was not going to destroy the whole world. So the Eish Lechaira, what came to mind is the Eish of Mount Taira, that they were afraid that the Eish of Taira would destroy them. That's the Pashtus. But what's this business of a Mabel? Yeah, Mabel, Nishke Mabel. So, it's interesting. Stamazet is a Medrash that says that the 40 days that the Mabel lasted, where the rain came down, so till the days of Shalem HaMelech, those 40 days, every single year it would rain. And there was like a test, you know, if, if, you, if we're going to do the right thing, so then... You know, some will make it. If not, then these floods will destroy everything. I think this summer it rained for at least 40 days. You know, I saw a, a joke that was going around. It said it's going to rain twice this summer. You know, one time from the beginning of the summer till Shabbos Nachamu, and then from Shabbos Nachamu till Rosh Hashanah. Uh-huh. So, you know, but so what was this business with the Mabel? It's very interesting. So. Pasuk says by Bilam, Vayishlach Malachim al Bilam Pesoira Asher al Anohar. The Vaita were talking about Bilam, it says that by Bilam was Pesoira Asher al Anohar. So the Swarm learned that Pesoira, the Mepharshim learned that Pesoira is not, not necessarily the name of a place. So he was a, he was a, a money changer, Red Rashi says, Kisholkani. He would be Pesoira Chalaymas, he would interpret dreams for people for a fee, and that's how he made money. And wherever he went, he would travel and people would, you know, give him money for that. That's what his business was. What's Asher al Nohar? By the river. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says in that same Gemara Chulin, that water has the power to dissolve anything that's made out of Kishuf. So if you take something that was made with Kishuf and you pour water on it, or you throw it into water, it's going dis- to get destroyed. Mayim destroys Kishuf. And Kishuf can't withstand water. So Bilam. He's Asher al-Anohar. Bilam's Kayach was such to a degree that he was Yedea Das Elyon. He was even higher than the regular Metzius of water that can destroy Kishuf. He was able to be piled Kishuf by the water. Most people can't be piled Kishuf by water. And in the same token, it says in the Medrash that the Nevi'im when they would want Ruach HaKodesh to be Shaira on them, they would go to a body, they would, they would spend time next to a body of water. So could it be practically, the point of this would be, because in order for a person to be Masak Nevoi, he has to be in a very relaxed state of mind, which would make sense. A person has to be Nefesh, he can't be thinking all kinds of things, he needs to meditate, as they would say today, right? And he would do it by water. Um, and, and it's interesting, because so I always said I always said like this 
the Gemara talks about the Gemara Baba Kama talks about you know a person who has thorns and 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 splinters that are floating around in his property. So what should he do with them? So one says you should burn them. One says you should one one person the Gemara says we'll throw them into the river. So the question is, why do you throw them into the river? Why do you do that? You know what's the difference? So because the Gemara says that a person who's careful in mili dinazikin is a chassid. Right? One of the things that if a person wants to be considered a chassid of going with nimrish rishadin is in the realm of nizikin of benadim lachaveru. So it's very interesting because chassidus, the madregas that follow after chassidus from the maimer of pinchas ben yoyer, is teruach is ashrat and so forth. So just like the Nevi'im would go to a body to spend time next to a body of water to be able to be in the state to be mekabel the Nevuah, because there's a certain ruach hatara that's shared by the Mayim, so to we seeing the same thing by that fakarit that the Mayim destroys the kayach hakishuf. So we have a Gemara that says that a person, you know, ain't einim lespalim techevet reish. Right, uh, you know, Even if a snake is wrapped around his leg, he shouldn't stop. So the Gemara in Baruchas tells us different stories about Reb Chanina ben Daisa. Reb Chanina ben Daisa, he he was diving once, and a a uh, a snake bit him. So he says, you know, the Gemara says that oil life for a person, woe to a person who gets bitten by a snake, and woe to the snake that bites Reb Chanina ben Daisa. Because what was the story? The story was. That he bit a snake. That, that I'm sorry. That a snake bit him, and Rashi brings. I think it's Rashi. Let me check. That if a person gets bitten by a snake, he has to run to the water, and if he, if if the snake makes it to the water before him, then he's going to die. If he makes it to the water before the snake, then he's going to live. I'm not a snakeologist. I'm not a you know. I don't under, I'm, not, I'm not. I don't understand the science of snakes and the poison and things like that. But Agapanim will think along the terms of Reb Chanina ben Doisa's the Tzadik, the Tzadik Hador, he's the Amur HaTfila, as you know from the Gemara. Anachash is the Koyches HaTomar, the Koyches Aram of the world, the Yitzhahara, the Satan, right? So you have to try to get to the water. So if you're going to get to the water first, that means that you'll be able to bring, you'll be able to be Mashra, Ruach, Tara from the Mayim, on the Mayim, so then you'll survive, you'll be able to be Mizgabra on the Koyches Yitzhahara. Masha Enkain, if the, if the Nachash gets there before you, you're going to be done because the snake will be mashra, the, the, the snake. We're not talking about a, a, a literal snake over here, but the koyach, the koyach hatuma will be able to be mashra, a koyach hatuma onto, and will get there first to be able to be mashra the tuma onto the person. And what's very interesting is, is that that's why Bilam says that the, that's why they get nervous about a mabal of Mayu. And that's why Bilam says, you know, what happened by Chris Yamsuf? Bilam is getting very nervous. By Chris Yamsuf, that's when everybody says, May Aminu Bashem of Maisha Avde, through the water Dafka. That's what they. By the way, why was Maisha Rabbeinu called Maisha Rabbeinu? Kimina Maya Mishisiu. He also comes from the water. So Bilam doesn't have the power to. He, he, Bilam is your dad, and he's able to work by the water. Most people, Kishuf, can't work by the water. Bilam could, because he knows better. Para also may have been able to, as they as, as they would be mashman to me, although I don't know for sure, right? But the Kayach HaTayra is going to be mashman Ruach Tara over here. It's going to totally knock out the Kayach HaKishuf. Think about how the entire world was shaken by mountain Tyra. The entire world doesn't mean the entire globe, like in Africa, the mountains were trembling there too. 
It means that in the Tehoim, in the Tachtonos, in all Shiver Rakiyam, in all the highest, highest Olamos, and in all the lowest, lowest, lowest levels of Tumah, they were also all Moida. That there was Enid Malvada. So when you're saying Enid Malvada, nothing bad could happen to you. So that's why Bilam, and that's why the Kishof doesn't like when we learn Torah, doesn't like when we say Enid Malvada, because that means that there's going to be no more. So we just keep in mind, you know, some Torah, we start off with Ata Reza, what's up, Shad? Because that's how the Ikra Simchas Torah is when we know and we're in full recognition that there's nothing else besides the Torah. That's the easiest way to be Misamech. The whole reason why we. One of the main reasons why we find it difficult generally to be focused on our, our learning is because we have so many distractions. But if we get rid of all the distractions and we're completely focused on the Torah, then what else are you going to do? Right? That's Einid Mulvada. There is nothing else. And it came from the fact that Akash Baruch showed us this by Harasina. All right. We'll stop here to be continued.